Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Monkey Sandwich Podcast, the podcast where our guests tell their most ridiculous stories. My, my name is Fedor. I'm your host together with Liam. Liam, say hi. Hi. Liam, who do we have on this week? On this week, we have the wonderful Zoe Brownstone, who delights us with her dubious and illegal adventures in downtown Toronto, which, when she took a job that almost took her freedom. <laughs> Welcome, Zoe. Thank you. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm so good. <laughs> this is the highlight of my week. This is great. <laughs> I mean, what's a week in Corona world? But like, this is it. You what know is what I mean? a week? This is what great. Is... It's getting out of the house. It's <laughs> like, honestly, like hanging out with comedians. It's funny the excuses that we've st- start- started to make. Like, let's start a website. Let's start a podcast. And it's all just an excuse to like hang out with other comics. But it's the best. We're two for two on that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. the, kind of, the, the baby. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram. Yeah. There's not a lot of content. No. <laughs> this will be content. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, we get together. That's yeah. Whole yeah. Idea. We, we, yeah. Pay, we pay for microphones and we, we get it. together. This we've is got, natural. We've got windscreens. This we've is, got microphones. We've got cameras on chairs. This is we, and now we actually have quality. to deal with the other comedians. Now. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely. <laughs> people. Oh, people. Oh, man. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So is this the track. show? Is it just like you ask one question? <laughs> yeah, and then, no, we were. And then Liam, Liam lasts for 40 minutes. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. That's we usually amazing. cut out some of the laughter. It's fantastic. But what, we, what we tend to do as well, I think we've almost done it here, is we lose the show very early on. Okay. The, the guest becomes the host and we're just oh, relegated. Great. So. That's adorable. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's so sweet. It's, we're both clearly not doms in, a, in any oh, relationship. Oh, yeah, we're bottoms. <laughs> we're both, we are both bottoms. Like, when two bottoms collide. That's precious. <laughs> That is so sweet. Well, that's great because I am a dom both in bed and life. So, check, check. Yeah, this is it. It's Liam laughing awkwardly. This is the show. It's basically. Can you believe he's gonna be a father? I think that's when the laughing's finally got to yeah, stop. I think the when he totally realizes. Yeah. Oh yeah, it might be a bit of a die. It's it's. Uh, I always love that when I was still working at the office. Every now and then, you had somebody that became a father, and they come in and they t- they tell you like, oh, oh it's amazing, <laughs> and that their face is just like melting off off because yeah. of they're yeah. they're so tired and exhausted. It's, it's, yeah. it's the handbook you read. It's like this is the ma- the best thing ever to happen to me in my life. This is a life changing, yeah, yeah. and you don't you don't, you don't know you think you know happiness, yeah. but you don't know happiness. Right. Yeah. No, 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 shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, parenting ages you. Parenting yeah. like d- gravity becomes more aggressive on your body when you have a child. That's my theory. Like it pulls everything, especially if you're a woman. Everything gets pulled down. Like, anyways, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> And he has such a tight body now. You yeah, know? And that, that's so all firm. That. <laughs> and anti-gravity. I was like... Enjoy it while you can, my friend. <laughs> the pencil test. I'll yeah. Do that. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. And you can do the brick test in a few months. <laughs> oh, it's, it's... dear. What's dear. the pencil test? Uh, when, if you can... If your boob 
hangs over or whatever if you put you put a, if you a can pencil hold a pencil with the pencil if you, what does that mean if you i can definitely hold like a sharpie under there <laughs> i think yeah i think i i, I think if you if if it's pert or something like that uh-huh. oh, jesus christ i feel like i'm out of the depth if it's pert <laughs> then it sh- you shouldn't be able to oh leave. so i have saggy tits no I no 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 what's going on is this for men and women or just men no 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 it, it, it no, is. <laughs> I've never even heard of this he, thing. He's panic looking at me like, save me, save I've got me. No. Aggressive eyes. Yeah. You, you knock this hole. But is this a thing for women and men or just men? No, it's, it's, it's well, a, for, for no, the it's, it's, it's a woman's thing. It's a woman's but, thing. But okay. I was putting but, it over to men because I was saying I have tits. Ah. Uh, I was. I wasn't attacking anyone. No, I, was, I know. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Liam, I know you well enough so, to know that you would never attack anyone ever. Yeah, you're I, the yeah. least aggressive person I've ever met in my entire life. Again, you're a bottom. Just like me. No, no, no. But okay, so visual element for this. I got I got murderized yeah. whilst she was poking a boob. Yeah, well, because I'm like, yeah, I could definitely <laughs> hold a pencil with my tit. There was so much aggression. And, and I'm was... upset that that's, is that a bad thing? I don't know anymore. I, don't I know. think that's a skill. I have no opinion on the matter. I can store things. <laughs> and the fat from my tongue, like it just needs. <laughs> Recording oh, the pencil great. test, I'm pleading Switzerland. I'm okay, not getting here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's also like pencil test. He just heard anything with boob, and now he's he's yeah, always I trying regurg- to trick yeah. women okay, in doing so a pencil test. I regurgitated test. something and wish I never did. Okay. I'm, I'm right. a lesson today. Well, you did. You can't take it back. No, no, no. Sorry. It is, but yeah, his life is gonna be over. That's yeah. that's yes. basically. Right. Yeah. I love you, darling. I love you. <laughs> Oh yeah, she's one of our three listeners. Mm, right. <laughs> I've actually watched her listening. I, I didn't. I was like, she was, she was like, lay down on the thing. I was like, oh, she's so cute. I was like, what are you doing? She goes, listen to the podcast. I was like, oh, that's really romantic. And, yeah, and then you're just panic, panicking yeah, and watching her expression say? go to mad. Like, that's say? incredible. <laughs> she's a good woman. She's a very good woman. And she's she carrying your child. She's carrying that's my so child. fucked up. She, I know. I know. How did you trick her into doing that? Uh, I don't know. Holes in the condom? No, no, no. I think because I, you say I drugged her. I drugged myself, but I'm just, I mean, she thinks I'm really nice. But Wow, I'm, weird. I know. That's I so know. creepy. Although, this is off topic. I mm. was thinking about this on my bicycle today because uh, I saw this guy. <laughs> I saw this guy coming out of a shop who's wearing a face mask, but it was like not... It like it had never been over his nose in his life. Like It looked <laughs> like he just... That's how you wear a mask is like just your mouth. And I realized, like, okay, is is wearing a face mask without covering your nose the equivalent of poking holes in a condom? Like, is that the same thing? Like, you just really, you really want to play with fire? Isn't it like more like putting a condom around your ball sack? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Or yeah, yeah. or just saying you've got one on. Yeah, I mean, it's and not then on. just lying. Yeah, just lying. But who? <laughs> you can kind of know though right yeah because i've not got lady parts but i'm pretty sure it, yeah. it feels different and... i've never had sex with someone without a condom uh. and been like you could be wearing a condom right yeah, now. yeah, yeah like no, no. it's just so they haven't invented a condom yet to 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 fool me <laughs> <laughs> fool me once yeah on like you. i want i challenge i challenge trojan and all those fucking ding dong condom companies to make a condom so that i could have like a pepsi test pepsi cola challenge style test the, the widow without yeah, yeah. That's a taste challenge that I would definitely be up for. <laughs> 
Because, like, I actually oh. want that. Like, I don't give a fuck yeah. about Diet Cola, but no, I do no. give a fuck about a condom that yeah. I don't know is a condom. Yes, yes. Right? Yes. It's like oh. they make it Schrodinger's condom. Yeah. <laughs> nice brand. Exactly. Nice brand. Schrodinger's, Schrodinger's condom. condom. Was there even a condom in the, <laughs> yeah. in, in the box? You'll know in a few months. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Terrifying. But I think we should move, maybe yeah. move on to what your monkey sandwich might be today. Okay. This is a true story. And, uh, but I can't. I'm not going to, like, say any names because, like, I don't want anyone to get in trouble. Okay. That was a terrible disclaimer. Um, (laughs) All right. So I'm from Canada, and uh, we love pot. And I was a comedian in Canada, but that doesn't make any money. So I was also, like, a drug dealer for a while. And Well, I wasn't a drug dealer. I was working for drug dealers. I was, like, the the branding and designer for drug dealers um and i helped build a shop to sell weed in toronto and it was beautiful it was like it was like the apple store of of weed shops like (laughs) it was so like white and clean and we had really good lighting and there was like beautiful art on the walls and we had this like super curated collection of like pipes and accessories and like the strains of weed that we sold were like perfectly described and and tailored to like the experience you wanted to have it was just, it was like urban outfitters for pot um it was a great little shop and uh this was in 2017 or 2016 we opened and 2017 was when pot was going to be legalized in canada which is really exciting um and uh the people that i worked for were part of a bigger kind of organization that was going to be legal and like have these massive farms and like grow legal pot and sell legal pot. It was all really exciting. Uh, but the shop that we operated was not technically legal. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were open like in downtown Toronto for, um, I think just under, for about a year. And weren't like huge we weren't super super popular we flew under the radar uh we were next door to like this um uh sort of home for disabled people and we would like throw them barbecues and like grill food for them and roll joints for them and we were like really some edibles in there exactly like we were we were a community service and like a lot of our clients were like young parents and like young not young young like young adults Mm. um we were really like cultivating this community of responsible cannabis users. Totally different than what you find here. Like you would never find this kind of a vibe in the Netherlands. It was like very much not a coffee shop. It was more of like a clinic. Um, And I was in charge of like sort of designing it and making it look the way it looked and employing, like hiring people to work there as like sort of the equivalent of a barista, but with weed. Um, and, uh, in September of 2017, literally a week before, uh, legalization happened, I got a text message from one of my managers saying like, it's happening. And I like, didn't know what that meant. So I called them, they didn't pick up their phone. And so I biked to the shop and we were, the shop was on a corner, uh, and across the street was a massive, like one of the biggest parks in Toronto. And, uh, I was standing in the park with like another colleague of mine as, uh, like 10 massive, uh, 
Canadian equivalent of DEA agents, mm. like drug enforcement agents, walked into the shop and like destroyed the entire space, took it all apart, uh, arrested all of my employees, uh, marched them outside in handcuffs. And these were like young people who were doing like a community service. And it was like really, really sad to watch it happen. And um, no one ended up getting charged, which was great because like the city wasn't going to go through the trouble of charging them for mm. what is seen nice. as like a non-crime because mm. they were about to legalize pot in the country. So that was really good. But the store did close for good, which was really sad. Um, and I watched the whole thing go down from across the street and was like stunned and couldn't move, like couldn't go and say anything and help them because I didn't want to get in trouble because I was terrified, um, but also like felt extremely guilty because it was like a space that I helped to build. Um, and so it really broke my heart. It all blew over. I continued working for the company because we like shifted the business in, in sort of a more, I guess, legal friendly way. But about two months after that happened, I was working from home um, and I got a phone call from a cop and they were like, is this Zoe Brownstone? And I was like, yeah, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and he was like, this is officer. I found your business card. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, like I found a box of your business cards along with about 18 pounds of weed <laughs> in this warehouse and I was like um sorry who did you say this was <laughs> and he was like yeah uh we got a note about like garbage not being picked up in this warehouse and so we're down here going through this stuff and your business card is all over the place <laughs> and I was like I'm gonna have to call you back <laughs> and he was like uh I'm gonna need you to come down here and like claim this stuff and I was like that's not <laughs> I was also really stoned when this phone call happened, I should mention. Um, and he was like, okay, well, and I was like, I got to call my lawyer. Like, I, I don't really know. I'm not really sure what you're referring to. I don't have a business card. I'm a freelance writer, like blah, 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 blah. I'm gonna have to talk to my lawyer and get back to you. And he was like, yeah, you do that. So I hung up the phone, had a nervous breakdown, and then called my... Smoked some weed. Smoked a little bit more weed, uh, took a shot of tequila, Mm. and then I called my employer being like, yo, what the fuck? Like, this is Mm. terrifying, and I'm shitting my pants. And he was like, don't worry, I'll take care of it. And I was like, what does that mean? (laughs) Guys got my business card with my phone number on it, bro. Like, why are my cards even there? Like, we had strict rules about keeping products separate from names and emails and all this shit. Um... And uh, I never heard back from the cop again. And I never heard back from my boss again. And I mean, for, for that purpose, obviously, he didn't like disappear in the wind. No. Um, <laughs> but they like handled it. And I, to this day, don't know like how it got handled or who talked to who or what went down. But I'm guessing the cop took the weed and sold it or smoked it. And... <laughs> For in, in exchange for like leaving me alone I have no idea it, re- it remains to be a mystery yeah. Um, but uh, yeah that's uh, that's my monkey sandwich nice Ooh, I like it semi open ended yeah. mystery yeah. 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 mysterious yes. <laughs> it does sound like the dumbest thing ever though like dumbest. all the business cards <laughs> like <laughs> why why were my cards even there I didn't even know I had cards <laughs> <laughs> fucking 
drug dealers, man. The worst. So shady. It's like even as a police officer, I would be like, okay, this is this, this is, is true. This, this is this, this, somebody planted this. This <laughs> is like yeah. somebody's throwing like, a screw over. Don't believe that card. Obviously, it's a fake or something. <laughs> yeah. So you were a brand designer for a, a weed company. Was yeah. It? Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. And what you did with like the logo and stuff. Or? I did the logos. I designed the packaging and like the social media and online sort of persona mm. for the company. And so, so it's not weed's not legal, but is it like friendly towards people with weed? How is it? In yeah, like, like the deal was sort of, sort of similar to here, where it's mm. like, I mean, not the same. No. It wasn't. Um, what is it here? It's uh, condoned. It's condoned. Mm. It's like. Uh, it's not that it's legal, it's um, decriminalized. Yes. So in, in, in Toronto, it's not even, it wasn't even technically decriminalized, but because, I don't know, because Canada has always been on the friendlier side towards cannabis use, mm. um, cops just don't bother people as much, unless you're black, of course, and then you have to worry <laughs> about everything, always. Um, but generally speaking, there is has been sort of like a, you know, as long as you're not carrying bulk amounts, you can smoke a little weed, no one's going to fuck with you, um, mm. attitude. Mm. And the f- sort of three years leading up to legalization, when Trudeau, sorry, our prime minister announced mm. that he was going to legalize, yeah. we had this sort of window, it became more and more lax. Yeah. So people were opening up these sort of bootleg coffee shop style mm. weed shops and the people i worked for were like we want a store we want to sell pot and i was like okay mm. m- my advice is to hire a designer and then make it look <laughs> not shady because mm. all of the shops were super shady and mm. like therefore kind of push away this potential market of like people who've never smoked weed before yeah. and that's that's the new that's the new horizon for cannabis uh, okay cool, cool i think yeah, because I think now that's more the a uh, lot of places in in Canada are pretty hip and well yeah. designed and yeah. not like here basically. No, not no. like here at all. <laughs> it's, it's so sad. Like I when I first arrived here, I was like, oh man, I'm gonna do what I did in Toronto here. Like yeah. I'm gonna link up with some cool cannabis people. Mm. No one gives a fuck. No, it's it's all still shady people. <laughs> yeah, well, no, that I think there's one. Was it, is it Boris Youngers? Young- Boris Youngers is like Young-uns. on their way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the problem there is that like. They still don't know enough about their product mm. to say like, hey, here are the terpenes of this strain or like, hey, this is a heavy yeah. indica or this is not like, this is a sativa that was grown outdoors. So it's the, the X, Y, Z. The, it's still yeah. the same. Like, this is the strong. Yeah. This is the not strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And their edibles are insane. Like, have you had the edibles well, from Boreas? Ed- so the, They're the, fucked. Well, the edibles everywhere, really. Because I hear all these... Fucked. From North America, I hear all these think people like, oh, we've got these gummies with all these kind of like milligrams of shit like that. Microdosing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah it's just it's pass fucking, out, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah but it's so fucking, you get fucked and then you pass out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are your yeah, options. People are like, dude, you don't eat the whole muffin. Like, yeah. <laughs> How am I supposed to eat half a muffin? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah, back home, yeah. You, like you've got oral sprays you've yeah. got gums mints and they're like yeah five to ten milligrams of microdose so you can have one see how you feel in 20 yeah. minutes have another yeah. like you know dose yourself yeah. whereas here your options are like be sober yeah. or be totally yeah. in the ground and i don't know that's not fun I, for I, me i tried to fill that gap once or a couple of times i used to make space paper notes really? space paper yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. how that, did you do it with a butter or an yeah oil? with a butter did you find you were able to like do it like equally, like dose them equally? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the butter goes through the whole dough and then yeah. you make the little bowls. Yeah. And, and so then you, you're able to pretty well microdose. You can say like, yeah, if you take about six paper notes, yeah. you're good. then you <laughs> get the munchies, fair. you eat the rest. That's, no, then you're fucked. Like yeah. But that's fair. I can eat six paper notes and call yeah. it a day. Yeah. yeah, that's great. That's yeah. cool. No, that worked, that worked I, really I think well. you found your new thing. Which? My new niche? Your new thing. No, man, I don't want to do... I'm scared to do pot stuff here. Yeah, because it's all run by the mafia, man. I don't want to get fucking linked up with that shit. In Canada, like, you've got the Hells Angels, but not in Toronto. Like, Mm. gangs and shit are out of the big cities for the most part. It was, I mean, towards the end of the illegal era, Mm. the, the mobs were really in smaller towns and, like, the middle of the country where Mm. people get murdered for this shit. But no, here it's sketchy. Like here, I know all the farms are run by fucking mafia and like, I'm scared. I don't want to get murdered. Random link, by the way, the only place I ever ended up in a Hell's Angels guy, his home was in Canada. Really? In Alberta. Middle of fucking nowhere. Was he nice? He was very nice. That's cool. He's not dead. So Yeah, there you go. Nice enough. I I had a trucking company and it seemed not. Yeah, it was nice enough. Trucking company. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah, Well, I'm sure he was doing some trucking. I don't know about loads on those trucks. Yeah, I mean, you know, the angels are like, you just, they're not all bad, I guess, but you don't want to, like, get fucked fucking wrapped up with that shit they're yeah. scary they move they they're like they traffic humans it's scary i don't know Ooh, <laughs> comedy podcast again comedy podcast. Comedy. we've Funny. had two canadians on and they've both gone really dark really? <laughs> yeah. who else do you have neil, neil yeah neil. Neil. what are you talking oh about? he went deep into socioeconomic uh things about uh homelessness and stuff oh. like that he he went deep. Yeah, i, I, I semi triggered that because of the whole well vancouver and you know Heavy. and also yeah. his yeah. face does look quite homeless <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so, uh, when the when the, when you got called by the police, how was it? Was it was it like was it a how was his tone? How it's horrible. Was, it, was he aggressive? It was so bad. He no, he was fucking glib. He was like, oh, yeah. oh is this Zoe Brownstone? And I was like, yeah, are you my future husband? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, this is blah 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 of the Toronto Police Services, and mm. I was like fuck because it had been so long like yeah, the yeah. store had been shut i was still working for them but mm. like not in a really serious capacity and it was just like you fuck like we we got away with so mm. much and were able to do so much mm. and it was really cool because we never sold to kids mm. we never did shady deals with anybody we were buying we were purchasing products from like farmers and not from gangsters Mm. it was a very you know it was as much of a sort of above board operation as it could have been in this in those circumstances so it was like really cool that you know we kind of got off scot-free and then this shit went down and i was like oh fuck i'm going to jail aren't i and then like the idea of going to prison for like being the like social media manager for like a drug company was just like no not me it's like I don't want to be a statistic especially not this yeah I mean to to be honest I think more marketing people should go to jail probably but not for this no no, not Not for this not for this like, you get a social media manager from like a meth dealer or something like that. You're yeah. just like, no, I'm not. Geez. The fucking, the, the like, you know, the hitman social yeah. media manager <laughs> should go to jail. Like, not the pot dealer. Come on. Oh. 
terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Oh, I like it. But also great. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, like, we had to check our privilege a lot. Like, we were only able to do what we did because we were, like, white and, yeah. like, yeah. rich-looking. Mm. You know? Like, the the unfortunate reality is that mm. in Toronto, in Canada, like, a lot of arrests and prison sentences are handed to people of color and men and those who come from, like, poor socioeconomic backgrounds and here we were operating this shop like eh, fuck you like we're the apple store of weed mm. like you can't touch us and it's like it's it's unfair it's really unfair mm. and so like when we got shut down it was really sad yeah. but it was also like yeah fair yeah. fine yeah. Yeah. yes yeah, yeah. this yeah, is illegal <laughs> we should not be doing this this went on for fuck too yeah. Long. yeah yeah we're lucky we got off scot-free yeah, we yeah. did not get shot in, yeah. in the brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no one got killed. Fantastic. But uh, how was the, there wasn't a job interview or anything like that? How did you get in? How did you get into this? <laughs> the this job is, interview. Yeah, who was it? The job interview was really we- I didn't know it was a job interview. Uh, it was a phone call. So I, I, I found these guys, um, like I found all my great jobs in my life through my mom. And... <laughs> They had this uh, vaporizer, this oil vaporizer that was like so beautiful. It was, it was the size of a, like a small pen, yeah. and it had like a rounded tip, and it was an oil vaporizer. You could see it was a clear cartridge. You could mm. see it, and the elements were black and gold, and it was just like beautiful piece of technology. It's mm. really slim, mm. USB charged. Uh, the oil was a CO two extracted THC oil, which is like one of the cleaner forms of extraction. You don't have a lot of like um, residual chemicals in a CO2. And I, my mom gave it to me. She doesn't smoke pot. She was like, you can, do you want this? Like whatever. And I was like, yeah. Cool cool <laughs> <laughs> and the second I had it, I was like, I got to find these people and work for them. Like I really, oh, wow. this is inspiring. Mm, and cool. yeah, I was also like unemployed and stoned all the time. I'm like, <laughs> I want it this. Does, it does yeah. sound like weed kind of be like. Totally. Oh, like how can I get this for free? <laughs> what can I do to get this for free always? And so I got on a phone call with, mm. with the guy who was running the company and who had helped sort of engineer it and um i bullshitted my way into the job i was like i can i'll sell this like i'll sell this to everyone in toronto just hire me and i'll sell it and it'll be great and he came this is maybe part of the monkey sandwich store i don't know mm. he came he was from out west and he came to toronto with like three of his homies mm. they weren't they were business people they came to toronto for 420 which april 20th which is like a big deal in toronto there's a massive festival and like everybody smokes weed and sells weed and it's like one day the one day that the cops don't fuck with you um and they came down for 420 because we do every year pre-corona in dundas square in toronto which is like the Times square of toronto except way shittier uh i mean actually that's not true Times square in new york is shitty um i think in dundas square people come and they set up little booths and just like sell pot Mm. and it's like not legal but again nobody gives a fuck yeah it's the day it's the day it's a big day there's there's a rally there's comedians there's music it's like a big it's a really nice day it's like a really it's it's really really it's it's worth going to worth it's worth seeing yeah 
20,000 people smoking weed in one place. Like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So these guys came down from the West Coast to check it out. And uh, they were like, yeah, like, well, you know, we'll, we, we know some farmers out there. We'll, we'll maybe move a little product. And I was like, all right, cool. So they come down and we're in my apartment downtown. Um, and they're like, all right, like, we need a place to gram out our product. Mm. And we don't have a space in the city yet. Like, could we use your apartment? And I was like, I really wanted to work for them. So I was like, Fuck yeah, yeah like, totally, hundred yeah, percent. We'll use the space. I'm cool. I'm, cool. I'm, I'm yeah. hip. Oh my god, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm so chill. No problem. So then they're like, "All right, cool. We're gonna mail you some product, and you can just stash it in your place until we get there." And I was like, "Six, six, six. No problem." And so, like the next week, uh, like literally, like forty-five pounds of weed are shipped to my house. <laughs> 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 like so much pot like i've never seen this much weed in my yeah. life and it comes it's coming in like massive boxes but it's like a box then a box then a box and inside the box is like a pound of weed that's been wrapped 50 times yeah. Yeah. and so they I like comes to my house it's in these big boxes they arrive and they're like okay cool like we've got two days to pack before 4:20. so we hired a bunch of dudes to like come to my apartment we set up this long table that went like from my kitchen into the like bedroom because it was like kind of an open space mm. and literally like poured out 45 pounds of weed and grammed out 45 so like Jeez. four so in a, in a pound of weed it's like what is it 456 grams or something yeah, 456 yeah. Yeah. yeah so like you imagine 456 times 45 <laughs> so we were doing that we were gramming out individual baggies to sell uh, by the gram uh. And then we were pre-rolling joints yeah. to sell pre-rolls. Oh, no. And then we were doing like some half-quarter baggies, like a little bit bigger baggies. Uh, um, and we, by the end of it, I mean like we worked like three days straight from like 8 a.m. until 2 a.m. Um, and there were like 15 people. It still wasn't enough. We're just like sitting there like grabbing, like taking out the twigs, like trying to like do a good job. We didn't want to sell shitty weed. Uh, like this was a chance for us to like see what we could do in Toronto. Yeah. And on 420, we literally sold everything. We sold like maybe it wasn't 45 pounds, but it felt like 45 pounds. Like it was a lot of fucking pot. And we sold all of it in Dundas Square outside. And it was madness. Like I look at the photos. I I took photos from from the event and it was just like, I can't believe we pulled that off. And that was sort of my not audition, but like me showing them that I was serious about being a part of what they were doing. And And they felt confident that, like, they had someone on the East Coast because they were in the West Coast mm. that could sort of set up, help set up shop. So wow. that was how it kind of started. That's pretty Man, awesome. that feels like 10 years ago. Yeah. Miss those those days. It's And when you got here, did you try to even get in that world or I did you go into yeah. two coffee shops and thought nah this is not <laughs> i mean like i'd been i've been to amsterdam a bunch of times like throughout my life and so i kind of knew how it worked here mm. and i came i came with high hopes i met a few people i worked a bit with a, a photographer who like photographs pot for coffee shops and i helped her i did a bit of art direction and like tried to meet people and see like where I could maybe insert myself. But it was just a lot of like shrugs and people just being like, now nah, we're good. Like we don't really want to change. And mm. and that's a bit, that's a shame, you know, like I really, I've always been an advocate for access and access and education mm. because I think that like mm. cannabis is so misunderstood and so misused. And um, like, it's crazy to me, like that, you know, pre-corona Amsterdam saw a million tourists a year just coming here to smoke pot 
Mm. That's massive. That's a huge market and it's totally untapped. Like we're not doing anything. There's no cannabis tourism. There's no education. And it's because the government refuses to intervene where the mafia is concerned. And it's, it's a bummer. It really, it it's, sucks. It's actually now, uh, well, now there's Something, nothing. Yeah, there's nope. a bit of movement. Uh, well, actually, no, there's negative movement because oh. we're, uh, the <laughs> municipality <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> wants to get rid of that kind of tourism. Oh, right. Like there's an overall kind of overload of tourism. Yeah. I right. think we've all seen that sure. the past yeah. couple of years. And they want to keep like the non-pot smoking tourist uh, because a lot of the, the and there's some logic behind because the pot smoking tourists usually sit in a hostel, smoke weed, buy pizza, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, they don't really spend a lot of money no, in the, in the they city. Don't. Uh, yeah. So they, they want to keep yeah. the economically more interesting tourists and, and yeah. Yeah. try to but somehow get rid of the pot tourism. But I think uh, after Corona, I think they'll take anything. Literally, yeah. I think they'll be like, yeah, I think. It'll be know. interesting to see what happens. I heard that the there was some government intervening with like wanting to start their own farms that's what i heard but that was maybe like five or six months ago and i haven't really looked into it that's i don't know whether uh after this election might be a bit more cannabis positive yeah um but yeah they still have to form the government and depending on which parties end up in that might be a bit more weed friendly right Mm. uh the parties that won a lot of uh votes are in general a bit more weed friendly right yeah or also was it ruta it's always like just just smoke forget everything you fucking seen the last six months just I'm being, politi- well, he, he, I'm being political. He always forgets everything, so apparently he smokes a lot, but yeah. that's a different story. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Politics. It's just, it's funny though that you say about the tourism thing. It's so true. Like your typical stoner, like he wants cheap food, cheap yeah. weed, cheap yeah. hostel. Yeah. But like if you put it a, put a little bit of money in cannabis tourism and like a little mm. bit of like, I don't know, interest, it's not... It's, that's not necessarily it. Like you can do like fine dining cuisine with mm. infused can- like infused mm. food. And like that's a huge market in California. It's a huge market in Ontario and it doesn't exist here. Like, yeah. yeah, it's I, almost I, like... Oh, sorry. I, uh, I think the, the thing here is... Um, so it's a weird thing with licensing. You cannot open up a new coffee shop. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, you have to be mm. grandfathered in. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're that's basically... There's more demand than there are coffee shops. Yeah. So business-wise, they don't need to care. And unfortunately, that shows. Like their product will sell. Yeah. They don't need to. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. it. There's why? Why change? Why improve? Yeah. 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 They need to yeah. open the door. That's yeah. their business yeah. model. Yeah. Like, yeah, we need to open the door. Yeah. They want to. Why? Why? Yeah. why? Yeah. It's like almost they want a, a like a middle class, uh, middle class kind of thing. So you yeah. know, a working class, a higher class. Yeah. You need a middle class, a fine dining yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. It's it's yeah. It's you, you don't got that competition. You got in other markets that mm. keeps you sharp, that keeps you ahead right. or, ahead yeah. of the red. I mean, you've you got to sit back here. It's well, especially in the center, like mm. those coffee shops. They get their tourists. They oh don't, my they God. don't care. And the weed is so bad. Yeah. But then why don't you? It, try to find if your fine dining kind of thing i like, mean because it's like i don't know how yeah. and i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. like i just want somebody else to do it so i can like go i want to be a kept like, woman I yeah yeah i love food and i yeah. love cooking yeah. but yeah. edible like making edibles yeah, yeah, yeah. has never actually been my jam i nah. don't know I, I like to keep those things separate yeah. oh that's cool. so hypocritical but no, like no, no, no. it's yeah. good no, it's good it. you keep your shit separate Especially with COVID, you have to keep your life separate now. Man, so. A little. Yeah. It's the, uh, the, the, the. I saw a compilation recently about um, a Canadian ministers or, or, or whatever talking French. Uh, 
which is the most horrible thing I've ah, ever heard. Ah, yeah, That's, oui, mon, mon Dieu, yeah, we are from Quebec, huh? We parlé en français. Yeah, it's not nice. Yeah, it's no, no nice. I mean, already the Quebec and French accent is horrible. Um, oh, but these sorry. were people that weren't from yeah, Quebec. Yeah, yeah. They were just trying, trying to speak to, French. Trying to, you oh, know, yeah. be... Oh. It's really sad that that's the second language of our country. And whenever people speak it, it's like offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like you're offending them more by trying. Yeah. Like, it's not like that in America. Like, when Americans speak Spanish, they don't butcher it the way that Canadians butcher (laughs) French. Like, it's not fair. And Americans, no offense, are arguably dumber than Canadians. (laughs) But they just. Arguably. Right? I think it's arguable that Americans. I think statistically, I think that, yeah, if you look at today's. I'm pretty sure you'll bet you, yeah. For sure. It's, but, sorry if you're American and yeah, you're listening sorry. to this. But yeah, the, the, the way they butcher the <laughs> French news. there is absolutely... <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Uh, it's, it's, I, when I hear... Because I, I know a few people from Quebec who live in Amsterdam. And when I see them <laughs> and they speak, I'm just like, they talk like this with their accent. And I cannot understand. Like, even when they are speaking English, I'm like... I can't believe you talk like that all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's exhausting. <laughs> like, it's mental. And there's this, like, the, the, the Quebec, Quebecois uh, Francais yeah. is not that different. Like, it's a little bit different in the accent. But for some reason, when a, a real French person speaks English, it can sound sexy. Yeah. When a Quebecois person... No. 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 The, yeah. No. No, it does not, it does <laughs> not sound funny. Sexy, no. <laughs> it's like it's not. They're almost about to get to sexy when they no. go. No, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> no it's it's really yeah. too bad because French is a very beautiful language. Yeah. <laughs> we just found a way to make it really unattractive. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching. I tried to watch a French movie every now and then. I saw this French title, had good reviews on IMDb. Started watching it, and it's like five minutes in. Ah, oh, fuck! This is yeah. Quebecois French. Yeah. I'm yeah. not. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. turning it off. Was it a Was it like a Xavier Dolan film? He's a f- I, I, sort of famous French I, Quebecois director. Quite possibly. I don't remember. I literally gave up after five minutes, wow. so I didn't register what the movie was about. Even like, I feel bad. Like they're my countrymen, yeah. but I hate the yeah. way that they sound. <laughs> Yeah. It's a bit of a bummer. Sorry for all the Quebecois people all, all listening Quebec to this podcast. Yeah. Our listeners. I'm sure it's uh, a big demographic. I'm sorry. Uh, with the, with the whole, yeah. like your national dish, which makes it kind of hard to take culinary criticism yeah. from a Canadian, yeah. but the, the poutine. Poutine's amazing. Have you ever had it? Have you it's ever amazing. eaten it? It's amazing. Have yeah. you ever eaten if you, it? If you've never eaten it, you can't say yeah. fuck all about it. It's, 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 oh, it's horrible. No, no, but no, have you had uh, it? You need to. Have, have you had it? Have you had it? People no. have tried have to serve it, it to me. Have I did not it? eat it. It's so good. It's Get out of here. So but I always. How can you? How can you, <laughs> a fucking Dutch man, sit there and try and fucking judge my food without even fucking eating it? And I will say, I will admit right here, right now, I fucking hate poutine. It is disgusting. Yeah, it's so- But don't fucking say anything until you try it, you piece of shit. Get out of here, asshole. Come on. Who wants to go to make a linguistic point more? I'm surprised poutine is not a thing here, to be honest. Capsalon is close. It is not close. Capsalon is like veg and meat and like... I, Capsalon, I think, is actually better than poutine. I don't like poutine because I don't like soggy fries. And, yeah, no, and the gravy makes the fries soggy. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, the heart attack yeah. that follows I, I, within But here's minutes. the thing. Here's I the thing. Classic it. poutine, fucking gross. But there is like, there are places in Toronto and Montreal as well that are like, 
hipster paradise mm. and they do fancy fucking poutine where they do less um they do less uh gravy mm. and more like yummy like fixins like sauteed mushrooms or like Ooh, like yeah. truffle mayo or like good shit mm. and then it's delicious but mm. yeah when they fucking drown it in in gravy i'm like mm. this is a heart attack and mm. also like diarrhea and i'm gross yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah grossed yeah, yeah. out yeah, no, but the only thing I want to say is I always assume I'm dyslectic, so I misread it the first time I read it. Uh-huh. I thought it was it came from the French. I thought it said putain, uh, which no. is French for hooker. Yeah, that's... which looking at the dish made absolute sense. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, that's your it gross. made more sense yeah. calling it a hooker. Like, okay. hey, what are you ordering? A hooker? Oh, nice. I yeah. like poutine. I like it. Oh, Liam, bless I you. I know. Bless your heart. It, it is. No, bless my poor, poor heart. Yeah, bless your poor <laughs> heart that has not long yeah. to no, live. No, yeah, no, you're no. going to have a kid. You need to yeah. stop eating yeah, that crap. Seriously. Otherwise, you, you won't make it. But I don't perfect. consider poutine to be the national food of Canada. I think pancakes are the national oh, food Oh, yeah, with the Canada. maple syrup. Yeah. But I think Americans, because Americans trees. eat yeah, well, so Americans much. Americans can eat a dick. Yeah, no, 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 no. But Americans eat so many pancakes. They kind of overshadow your kind of thing. But maple syrup, yeah. Well, they eat a lot of everything, so you yeah. know they, they kind of overshadow yeah, with their obesity. That's just my two cents as a, uh, as a simple Canadian. <laughs> anyway, on that that heart, upcoming <laughs> heart attack, shall we wrap this up? <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to pitch? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you work in a boring office, which I know a lot of you do out there, um, I, I've been doing uh, online shows called uh, Seriously Funny, and we're just kicking off. We're getting off the ground. We're trying to book more corporate events. Um, and if you don't want to do like lame fucking bingo night and like lame I don't know what are people doing like like uh, uh, karaoke people are doing zoom karaoke now with their offices that sucks um, we're offering like uh, tailored comedy events for your office so like send us an email and we'll write jokes towards your company and entertain all of you so and check, make zoom fun again yeah make zoom fun again exactly so you can uh, find me on I guess Instagram is that Instagram? Is that, <laughs> we have a question mark. Why, why are you like, are they, I, I don't know. I don't know what you do. Yeah, Instagram. Have you got, any, you got an Instagram account? Uh, yeah, I'm at Zoe Zoe Haha, or you can find me on my website, zoebrownstone.com. And also Sammy's, you want to say? Sammy's is uh, my, you know, autistic brainchild. Um, <laughs> I, I brought ice cream sandwiches to the Netherlands, and they're fucking dope. And you can buy them at Flo's Appetizing starting this weekend. What? what? Even though it's not quite summer yet, I think it's time for ice cream. Um, so it's sunny. Yeah. Check that out. Uh, if you want more info on that, you can check out uh, Chubby's Eatery on Instagram. Awesome. That's, That's all my <laughs> plugs. Awesome. Well, uh, big thanks for being a uh, being a guest. Thanks for having You're me. This awesome. is really fun. I oh. hope uh, my monkey sandwich was delicious. <laughs> as, as delicious as your ice cream sandwiches are, for sure. Uh, uh, on that note, for all you listening, um, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast yet, please subscribe and also check out Couch Potato Comedy, uh, which is our platform with which we organize shows once we are able to organize them again. And Hope to hear hear you again soon or have you hear us again. This is getting awkward. I'm cutting. I'm quitting. <laughs>